Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's go behind the mask. Another edition of Behind the Mask, special edition because we're not in the stomping grounds of the U.S. We are in the U.K. The U.K. Took the show on the road today. We took the show on the road, too, and we have an outstanding special guest. Not a, he, You know what? He's a stranger now <laughs> to the U.S. because he's over here full time doing great things, um, sharing our game. And um, let me give you a little rap sheet on our special guest. Uh Okay. Listen, went to high school, and I'm going to come back to this. (laughs) In the city, do you have a clue? I have no idea. Auburn, Alabama. Ooh, I know he went to Troy. Went to Troy, second pick, second round pick. Mm -hmm. Of the New York Football Giants, absolutely. Also had an stint, an ending stint with the Atlanta Falcons. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Two times. Pro Bowler, Pro Bowl, All Pro, All Pro. Two-time Softland champion. Mm. Was inducted into the Troy University Sports Hall of Fame. Amazing. He's also in the New York Giants Ring of Honor. Mm. This this guy was only 15 sacks away from having 100. Mm. Hell of a guy, hell of a football player. Man, give it up for my guy, Osi Uminyora. Welcome to Behind the Mask. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? First of all, you guys call it the UK, which is you have to have been here before to know <laughs> to call it the UK. <laughs> I've I, I been around you enough. <laughs> What's going on, guys? These are my two guys right Absolutely. here, man. My two guys. Absolutely. We go way back, man. Way back, way back, man. And we 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 talked. Uh, we had Roddy on a few weeks ago, <clears throat> and we Roddy. talked about how you know we all met and really used to get it in back with uh, with Tony Bellani yeah. going out training. And I call this man a cheater because he come out there. Why you, you know, call him the cheater? I call him too. the cheater because he was so fast. He come out there and we all be strapping up, you know, throwing uh, the, the the cleats on or the turf shoes or whatever. This man get out there, no socks, <laughs> no shoelaces, just throw whatever he had on. Raw dog in out, the shoes. Raw dog straight out the car, get out there and kill the workouts, man. What's going on, Ozzy? Man, I'm out here, man. What's the deal? I'm good. That was uh, incredible times. Incredible times, man. I'll I, I tell you what, though, because my first year or so, I thought I knew what work was. I thought I knew what it meant to work out. But when I got there with you guys and I saw the actual level that you needed to be at, that's when my game took a went to a completely different level, man. So I appreciate you guys taking me under your wing. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, you know I mean that was cool. <laughs> see, we have this inside thing. So OC, we when we see each other, what do we say to each other? The first thing before we say hello. Hey, workout buddy. <laughs> workout buddy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And we this name came about because we used to go out there and we used to go after each other's neck trainers. Right. You right. remember that? Right. And we challenged each other. And at the end of the workout, we'd be like, hey, man, what you doing? Everybody say, what's up? What you doing yeah, for later yeah, on tonight? Yeah. All right. Go get it in. Me and O.C. never saw each other. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, wh- wh- why is it every time we break the workout, we always got to say we see each other. We never see each other. And so that's how the workout, friend, came about. You mentioned the workouts. I remember myself, Jamal Lewis, mm, Heinz, Heinz Ward, Wayne, Wayne. Gandy. 
The Shea Thompson. The Shea Thompson. I mean, we had everybody out yeah. there. And uh, just looking at those times in 90, 95 plus degree weather heat with the humidity sand is pit. like sand 60, pit. Sand, sand pit, pit running hey. the stadium. Wayne Gandy getting mad and saying, you know <laughs> what? Wayne. Back to the land, back to back the to line, the line. Yeah. Uncle yeah. Wayne. Like, hey, give us some insight on. Like, we knew it was hard. And I'll be honest, I never told you this. When you came out there and having the opportunity, I'm thinking, like, all right, I know they say O.C. were fast, but yeah, I'm a, he's running with the linebackers, so I got to make sure I beat him. Man, you almost had both of my hamstrings <laughs> rolled up like some burnt bacon. <laughs> For real, man. So, like, yes, you know, give our insiders a little, like a little snippet of, like, like how you say it helped you get to that next level, yeah. but like, what are some of the moments that you had that to where you was like, you know what, this is a business decision, yeah. and I got to make it and keep going and yeah. push these guys and tell myself. Yeah, see, I, I think that workout there. I, I think what made it so hard was obviously Tony was a beast first and foremost. He had it everything down pat, but then you get around a certain group of people, right, who have that mentality. It's almost like a never say die mentality. So you're out there, you're tired, it's so hot. You know what I mean? And the workouts are so hard. But I, I'll tell you what separates, I'll say us from most people, is because you can be out there working out, right? Right. And you get so tired. You get to that point where you start taking this, this breath. <laughs> you know that breath? <laughs> you're struggling for that. <laughs> that breath right there. And your mind is telling you, hey, if you run one more sprint, you're going to die. <laughs> what do we do? We run that thing anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Most people would be like, yeah. yeah they done. Done. We'd run that anyway. We'd push ourselves through that, that little barrier there. The tipping point. We'd push ourselves through it, and we'd get to the other side. And it's only after you've been through that and you're around people because none of us would ever stop. Yeah, that's a fact. We would keep going no matter how tired you are. I would look and I'll see Spikes, and I'll look and I'll see two. I'll look and see Heinz crazy self. And I'm like, man, I want to stop. But yeah. if, I, if I stop now, I can't come back here. <laughs> I can't come back here. So you just keep running, man. And then once, you, once you've established that level of fitness, mm -hmm. everything just became so much easier, you know? Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Absolutely. And how did that transcend to, to, your, uh, to life on the field? I mean, you were obviously excelling off the field. We're talking about the workouts. But on the field, you excelled as well. Yeah. Uh, 14 and a half sacks one year. I mean, you were killing it for, for a long time. And it didn't hurt to have Hall of Famer Michael Strahan on the other yeah. side. And Tuck came along yeah. later on. So how did that transcend to, to life on the football field? Yeah, I, I think, you know, being able to push yourself to that extreme, obviously, and, and, and working hard. And I think pretty much everybody who was in our group was successful, you know, as, as like a player, like you succeeded as a player. And I, I think it was just the ability to work hard and the ability to push yourself, like I said before. And you get out there on that football field, and practice was hard. There's no question about that. But we never ran quite that much as we, as we did during those times, you know? Right. And I don't remember myself being, other than maybe on the 18th play of the two-minute drive, I don't remember pushing myself to the point where I was as tired as I was during those Tony workouts. So, you know, you, you just knew you could take yourself to a different level and you get out there on that field and it just started a show. It was crazy. Talking about taking it to a different level. This, this is a story. All right. 
We talk about behind the mask. There's only one rule. There are no rules. No rules. So we're going to go behind the mask. I'm okay you talk that. about pushing it to the limit. Quick story. I think it was about 05, 06, something like that. Oh, she just got broke off, got paid. Yeah. He got he the bag. He got the bag. He, he, he secured the bag. <laughs> secured the bag. He said, two, you know what? Let's go out. I said, all right, cool, man. He said, uh, I'm going to come by the house. We both lived in Kennesaw. I said, cool. So he pulls up, and I think it was a flying spur. Oh, yeah. When they first came out, <laughs> man, that spur. man didn't come. He, didn't come he up came to no the crib in a flying spur. spur. Neighbors looking out the window, like, what's going on over here? I said, man, you know, I had, I had the 750 at the time. I said, now nah, I'm just going to leave this here. I said, oh, see, I'm going to ride with you. So I, uh, I think I was married at the time. My lady's upstairs, like, where y'all going? He's like, oh, you know, we just going to hang out for a minute. So I'm thinking it's just a nice night on the town. So me and OC go down to Atlanta. We go to a spot called Body Tap. Now, Body Tap had the, is, you know, it's a, a gentleman's club. You walk inside. And I remember the body tap. All sorts yeah. of celebrities in there and everything. So, you know, me and OC, we doing our thing. We having a good time. And all of a sudden, you, you know, they call it making it rain. Mm. So the rain is it's raining, but it's like real. It's like a thunderstorm. <laughs> so we making under, it rain with what? Making it rain with the with, with, with singles with dollars. Ah, with, right? the dollars. with the dollars, right? So me and yeah. OC, picture me and OC are under the main stage. We have our section, got our you know entertainers around us having a good time. But it's not only raining; it's thunderstorming. Like the the money from the stage is hitting real hard. Ooh. Like people are throwing it at us. So I look back <laughs> as money is hitting me, <laughs> and on the stage is Ronnie Brown. Uh-huh. Nelly mm. and Diddy. Deep pockets. I see Deep why pockets. it was thunderstorming. Thunderstorming. And they hitting us Deep. with money. So not only they hitting us with money, the women that's around us are looking at the stage like we need to go up there. <laughs> so I look at OC, I said, man, what are we gonna do? OC said, looks up the stage, said, You wanna walk? <laughs> we gonna go to war. <laughs> Calls the uh, waitress over. It's a thousand one. Yeah. I said, OC, hold on. I ain't just get broke <laughs> off like that. I said, let me just get five hundred. So I go through my little 1500 These dudes got ones lined up around Like a ways, Batman utility like a belt. utility belt. And they just taking out clips. Wham! Wham! Our 1500 go, OC, give me 2000 more. I said, OC, hold on now. <laughs> the way my account set up, I can't do this. But that just shows your competitiveness going against, you know, future billionaires and guys that said they height. We had our height. But they height is way higher than ours right now. What made you even want to go to war with that? Okay, so so we're in Atlanta, right? Right. And I I just got paid at this time. You got broke off, bro. Yeah, I did. I did. So I think you know, there's a certain level of you know when you get broke off that first time, you know. So you know, I'm you gotta flex. I'm feeling good about myself. As you should. We're in the club, me and two. We're just minding our business. We were chilling, man. Yeah, we're just chilling. We, we're not trying to do nothing crazy. They up there, they just going hell. <laughs> they just, uh, uh, uh. And at this time, you know, I, I was a wild boy at this time, you know. So there was certain people in that environment who, let's say they looked up to me. Yeah. Let, let, yeah. Let's yeah. just say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching all this go on, and I'm like, too, we can't let we can't <laughs> fly. You know what I mean? We I'm can't like, let this happen. I'm like, what's this we stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. We get the we we get the ones we throw it they throwing we throwing they throwing their money isn't running out <coughs> so I'm looking I'm like man what do we do here do I stop now and let these guys walk away thinking that they won <laughs> hell no man give me more <laughs> so we keep going man I by the time we left there the Listen, money 
Listen. Killed the money. They were standing ankle deep. Ankle deep. In money, bro. That's how wow. much yeah, money crazy, we had man. thrown. And when I got out there, I looked at two, and I was like, two, why did we what do, we do we that? <laughs> <laughs> why did what we was do no that? There was no, no purpose, no man. Purpose. But and we left by us, you know, we leave by ourselves. We like, what just happened? At what point did you decide? Okay, we got Ronnie B, Nelly. Nelly, because Nelly was so Nelly, hot Nelly back then. Good. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Diddy. Yeah. So at what point did you just say, you know what? Like, like they might have a little bit. Yeah. They probably brought a lot more here than we did. Yeah. My point when I realized it is when my bank card started working. When they started, they said you can't take no more money outside the limit. I had a problem back then. Outside the limit. I was like, no, insufficient. No, we not. You cannot take any more money out. So how did you tell OC that it didn't work? I just kind of chilling. He started giving me money. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We, Spikes, I, I was that particular day, and I've never done this before. Yeah. Never did it. Yeah, after, yeah. I was willing to go. <laughs> all the way to the end. I was willing to. I was willing to go. I was so hot. Yeah. Right? I was so hype. I was willing to go all the way to the end, man. And we closed it down. Damn sure. Damn. We didn't stop. Damn we went the whole sure. time, bro, back and forth. That's I can't awesome. Tell you how much money we spent. Yeah, can't man, even tell crazy. You. I tell you what, the girls can remember that. Though. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's I, awesome. I don't man. know where they at to this day. They were standing ankle. And you know what it sounded like when they was walking? What? <laughs> Rumor has it because I got a text the next morning. They said they had to, most of the times they bring out the little white trash bags, no. but they had to bring out the yeah. big outside door 50 gallon, 50 gallon yeah. trash bags, extra tough. It was so heavy. <laughs> crazy. It was crazy. That's dope, man. Yeah, that's Look, heavy, man. I, I went by Atlanta at that time, though. Oh, that was wild. Do you remember man. Atlanta at that time? It was wild. BMF, BMF. was out. Yeah. Yeah. Jeezy, it just hit the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T.I. was killing. Outcast still doing anything. Yeah, Kill and Carlos had just bought their houses. Ooh, yeah. You remember those? Yeah, the pool party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, hey, and we broke it in right. Yeah, oh, 51 ways. 51 oh. ways. We blessed it. <laughs> and we still blessed it to this day. Absolutely. Hey, another question I wanted to ask you, though, was we look at you two-time Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm not mistaken, what year did Eli got there? Eli came in 04. 04. Yeah. And you got there in 03. 03. Yeah. The, so the year before you were there. You eventually won two Super Bowls. But when I remember hearing stories like, they was like, man, we got Eli Manning. Nobody knew what to expect. Yeah. And I remember several guys saying the first practice, they saw him come out there and play. Mm-hmm. And they felt like, man, is this like, this the guy that's supposed to be leading us? <laughs> yeah. Just because he was still learning yeah. and understanding timing and everything. What were your thoughts on Eli Manning as soon as he came through the door and as he started con- you know, contributing yeah. to the team? Well, I think with with Eli especially, you know, he has such a, a quiet demeanor. He's, he's almost like a mouse back then. You understand? Like he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything, he wouldn't say much, and he was just like, oh sure. But then you contrast that to how he came in the league. Because this is a guy who San Diego drafted him. He said he's not going yeah, there. Yeah. You understand what I mean? And like yeah. I had never seen nothing like that before. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting this bravado, bravado yeah. big time. But he comes in and he's just like, oh, you know, he's not saying nothing. He's quiet. He's meek. He's chilling. And he comes out there the first couple of practices and 
he just doesn't look good at all. Mm. And so we're not wondering. I'm like, man, this guy did all this stuff, talked all this trash. He comes <laughs> out here and you look like this. Like, yeah. what's going on? But after a while, man, he just he just kept on getting better and kept on getting better. And then the one thing about him is no matter what, his demeanor never changed. You can never tell when he was happy, mm. when he was mad. Yeah. You couldn't tell if he had a good game, if he had a bad game, like nothing. He was just even kid. the entire time. And you, you have to be like that, I think, in a market like New York because that place is crazy, man. Like the media is, is, is just a crazy place. But him, he remained the same the entire time. And even to this day, they just benched him. Yeah. He has the exact same look on his face <laughs> as he did when he won the Super Bowl. How it's did like, you feel about that? I, I didn't like it. Because – and yeah. then you turn around and start him the next week. Yeah. And he, you know, he started this year at the beginning. Yeah. So I heard a lot of Giants, and that was one of the things that I wanted to ask you. A lot of Giants, former legends, as yourself, uh, Strahan, everybody coming out saying that is completely wrong for you to yeah. bench Eli, understanding and knowing he's not the complete problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah. I think I think we we really especially. Like if you're around Eli, man, if you're around him for a long period of time, and you you just you just fall in love with the guy, man, because he's just such a humble. You understand? So the fact that he had did all that, obviously, yes, he he might not have been the quarterback that he was before, obviously. But you can't pin everything on this guy's neck, and then on top of that, you just don't treat a guy like that, yeah. like a person who had done all that for the organization. He deserves to go out on his shield, right. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You don't just, oh, we're gonna bench him. We're gonna put in Geno Smith. Like, what, what are you, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. You know, like, what are you talking about? You gonna bench him and put in Geno Smith? And Geno isn't even there anymore. Yeah. It, it made no sense. So we were really upset about it. Um, well, they, they, they benched him again now, but that one made a little bit more sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we can kind of understand that. Okay. You got a, a guy who you picked in the first, first round, round yeah. who has shown the ability to be a baller in preseason. You're struggling. You know, Eli's struggling a little bit. You need a little bit of a spark. Mm-hmm. You put him in and the guy performed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, right. So you can't really argue with that. So I think we all understood more what happened now as opposed to what happened Back then. Yeah, last year. Now, Eli was a solid quarterback yeah, when I first seen him. In college at Ole Miss, I was seeing he was a freshman, but he threw the ball in the spring game 70 yards in the air. So I knew that he had that arm, that cannon, that talent. But tell me, with with, with him there, with again, with Stray, with Tuck, you got two rings. Spice and I, we ain't, we ain't getting them. Yeah. Right? So we envy you in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Which Super Bowl meant more to you and why? By far the first one. It's not even like when I think about winning the Super Bowl, I don't even think about the second one. So y- y'all played the. Who did y'all play in Patriots. the first? The Patriots Twice. in it. Yeah. yeah. Twice. First time we beat the Patriots, they were 18 06, and 0. right? No, 07. 07. Undefeated okay. team. Never hadn't lost the game. They were blowing everybody out. Mm-hmm. And we get to the game and nobody gave us a chance to win. I'm talking about nobody said this team can win this game. You know? I did. I'm a Giants fan. So did I, you? Well, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. You text me and told me. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, so. I'll say 99% of the people yeah. thought they don't have a chance in this game. So to win that game in the way we did, you know, the defensive line just flat out yeah. dominating this, yeah. this game. Like it was, it was fantastic, you know, to take that cat and just mm, choke him out. So <laughs> it, it, it was so cool, man. You won the two Super Bowls. Huge. 
and we envied you because we all worked out together. But that made us come back and work even harder. Even when we came back, we saw each other's workout <laughs> buddies. Um, you know, you fast forward, you get through with the NFL. Um, you decide to come over to London yeah. and essentially – from me being here, what I see is you're the Michael Strahan of the UK. Yeah. Like, people worship this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and rightfully so. It, it, his content is very good. Nice Absolutely. looking, handsome young guy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But his content is yeah. good. His, his inner beings are even better. Mm. So um, you started working with BBC yeah. as one of their pundits. And... I see you brought this little thing home. Nice. You've earned this award for the second year in a row. And this is the Royal Television Society sports presenter, commentator, slash pundit. Yeah. Yeah. O.C. <laughs> for the NFL This Week and NFL Show. Yeah. Man, tell us, how did you get this and what you're doing Appreciate now? Yeah. And, and, you know, expand on that for yeah. us. I, I think um, – Thank you, first of all. That, that, that was really cool. Um, I think when I retired, you know, because I was born in England, uh, you know, and I knew the NFL had designs on coming out here or whatever, I was like, I just went to uh, Mark Waller, who was the head at the time. I was like, listen, I want to go to England. I just want to go out there and let's just see what's – just let's just let me just go do something. But in my head, I was like, I, I would see, you know, in America, it was just people retire, and it was just so many people, man. Less, the first thing is – go to broadcasting and America was just so many people so much competition and so I said to myself I was like listen I don't really want to do that man you know I don't want to be competing with all these I, j I just don't want to do that let me just let me just go somewhere else you understand let me just go to a completely different country whatever happens happens you, you understand what I mean because you know uh, thankfully we, we you know we had made money so I wasn't hurting like that yeah you know so I didn't really need it so in my head I was like listen let me just go try to do something different so I came out here to um, to England. You know, thankfully the NFL, like mid-season, they were like, oh, we're going to start doing this show. It was like middle of the season. They were like, we're going to start doing this show. I was like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. So they put me on the show. So I go on the show, and I just I – I would see the way the the pundits and the presenters were here, and I said to myself, I can't, I can't do this. You understand? Because they're all – yeah, so they're, they're, they're so square and proper. Right. And I said, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm going to be the exact opposite of this. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to come out here. I'm going to behave in a very American way. You understand? We're presenting right an American sports, and I'm just going to do my thing. I'm just going to be myself, you know, no matter what anybody says, because I don't need this job. So I'm going to be myself, and then they can fire me if they want to. I'm so okay you, with that. You wouldn't become a slave to the dollar. Thank you. Exactly. And so I came out here, and I just decided I, I was just myself. Like, uh, talk a lot of trash, you know. You know, I, I, I behave the way you, the way we interact, the way we would interact in the locker room, the way we would talk is the exact same way I talk on TV. You understand what I mean? Yeah. And the people see it, and they, it's like genuine. It's authentic. Yeah, it's authentic, and they're like, oh. I like that. I you relate. understand what I mean? Yeah. I'm not here just bashing people all the time. But I'm, just, I'm just myself. I try to make them, you know, it's entertainment to me. Like, if you, if you come home, you've had a bad day, and, you know, you put on the TV and you see me, I want you to be able to just smile and just be like, all right, I'm happy, and I learned something on top of that. So that's, that's just been my whole approach since I've been here. 
And man, they've loved it, man. They they showed me a lot of love, bro. As as you as, can see, as we can see, he has the <laughs> yeah, hardware, man. man. So yeah. that's big. Congrats to you, man. Much respect. You guys got to come out here, man. Like yeah. Spikes, I, I see I see what you're doing, bro. And <laughs> I'm, I'm watching you're everything doing. you're yeah. doing, so I can come yeah. do what you're doing. Listen, here's the thing, and I'm not, I'm not just I'm not just joking. The NFL is only going to get bigger here. You understand what I mean? Right it's on. only going to get bigger here. And this is what I noticed years ago. I was like, man, why am I going to go fight in America when the NFL is coming here? In the infantry stages. Got in. Now there's no going back. So for, for you, I'm telling you, man, that there's space. You understand? There's space. It, 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 me and J-Bell, we got this thing right now. Yes, very much so. There's space. Do you do you think my Come accent will change if I move? <laughs> no, no. I won't and the funny thing is, draw. you you hey, don't mate. you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to come. You don't want to be speaking like them. No. Yeah. That'll make you like just like everybody hey, else. Yo. Nah. You want to be selling different. your soul. <laughs> and hey, that's what it is, man. Listen, man. We appreciate this very much for coming on the Behind the Mask podcast show. One last thing I just want to mention to you because like. Every, it's important to know the first time that we meet. Yeah. I re, I'm going to tell you this quick story. I'm at Auburn, and <laughs> I decide to save up some Pell Grant money to mm. go to to mm-hmm. the IHOP mm-hmm. and get something to eat. Myself, Ricky Neal, we go sit down, we order, and I've only been there four times. I can literally <laughs> remember this. So we go and eat good, and I remember seeing this strony little kid come up to me, <laughs> and he was the busboy. And he cleared the table, and you could just tell he was just looking. And, you know, I, I just assumed, like, okay, he know we play football. You yeah. know what I mean? Being as humble as I am. Um, I didn't know exactly what was going through his mind. Freaks you out to even know, guess who the busboy was? Who's that? O.C. Umiyor. True story. True story. So what was going through your mind when you were busting the table? <laughs> it's the Gil Spikes. Oh, my God. It's the Gil Spikes and Ricky Neal. I couldn't believe. They were, they were so, you, weren't, you weren't in Auburn, so you wouldn't know. They were massive. Legend. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, I, you know I'm busting tables. I think I just started playing football at the time because I didn't start to like, the 11th grade. So I'm busting tables, and I'm looking. I'm like, and so I go there and, I, and I'm busting the tape. Tequila was the nicest guy. And I, I said this before, Ricky Neal was, was a jerk. Didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he had the, you know. Man, yeah. Tequila was just the nicest guy. And I never forgot it. And so I'm just picking up their plates. You know, I'm shaking the whole time because, I, dope, you know. And fast forward, you know, next time I see him, I'm in the NFL. And we working out with working each other. Out. And he brought it to my attention. And I was like. Man, I remember that because like you ain't got a lot of money to go to IHOP. Yeah. I was trying to get that three ninety nine from uh, Burger King or wherever yeah. you got it from that tr- trash. But but nah, man, we we appreciate the time, man, and uh, uh, good thing that I didn't treat you all type of ways or say anything to you because we wouldn't even be here right now going behind the mask. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, man. Much love, man. Much love. Yes, sir. Great to see you guys. Yeah. And another one is up, in man. the books, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.